for our Canadian lifters. Pure passion, real results, what you put in your body should matter. Pure Vita Labs PVL supplements are clean, tested, and approved. Powering athletes for over 25 years. They also power the KOTL podcast. You could trust PVL. Use code KOTL15 for partnership pricing at PVL.com. Pack Lapidat, we got Sabato Boys, Joey Germans, and Arian Messi Kamesi. We're doing the European preview shows. This is the men's division. And we got one of the men here who's going to be competing in a big showdown <laughs> at the European Championships. I wonder who I wonder what his picks are going to be. Um, but uh, we're going to start like we usually do. We'll start with the smallest weight class, work our way up. So with no further ado, let's just jump right into it with the 59 kilo class men's where we have uh, returning world champion Antoine Garcia representing France, 565 kilos. We have, I'll give you my picks right off the hop, fellas, and you let me know where you rest at. I got Darius from Poland, and obviously this European championship is in Poland, um, a veteran of the game. I got him as a silver medalist. Uh, he's returning. He's got a little bit of home cooking, and I'll take for bronze medal Julian Gutierrez from France with a 531.5 nomination. Close by him from Lithuania. I don't want to mess up this name, but uh, Valchukis? Somewhere along those lines, I apologize, but um, he's... He's there it is. He's close in nominations, fellas. The 59 kilo class. What do you have? Joey, do you want to hop in there, sir? All right, let's go. Um, you know what? As controversial controversial as it sounds, I reckon it's gonna be a one-two France Olan for third. Well, I mean, that's not controversial. You know what? Uh Darius has been around the block for a long time, and mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it depends on whether you th think he's on the upswing still managing or on the downswing and uh yeah. that's not controversial man I, I i mean i just want to say like julian like i've seen him train like he hasn't competed in a hot minute i don't think but i've seen him train he's he's putting up some ridiculous numbers bro like, he hasn't what he last thing he did was what 531 at western euros and what I've, he only missed like one or two lifts i believe let me just double check this well, I could have started talking on my ass, but yeah, I don't think I don't think he missed that many lifts. Let's double check. Sorry, 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 sorry. No worries. Listen, while you're looking that up, Arian, what's your picks, love? Uh, yeah, I mean, Julian missed his uh third squat, 193. He missed his second bench, but came back and got on his third, and then he missed his third deadlift, but he took a 10 kilo jump. So he did go down from 538 to 531.5, but potentially had a little bit more on that deadlift and maybe had a bigger total um with darius yeah he's been around a long time his best total of 577.5 is from 2016 worlds in, in Killeen, texas so it's been a long time most recently he did 545 so julian definitely has a chance if he can execute and get that third deadlift of catching up to him uh but uh i think antoine garcia is the clear favorite he did 565 at worlds traveling to south africa everything like that he executed uh he's uh a young guy compared to Darius as well and potential to continue to grow. Um, but I end up going with Antoine Garcia for first as a clear favorite. I think Darius will be able to take the silver medal. And then I put Julian there at the bronze medal. Jurens, mm -hmm. what's your pick? Uh, me, I, I would just um, copy what um, Aaron said there. I would leave Antoine for first because 565 is 
a hell of a lot of number there. So, um, Darius, I think I'm going to go for the experience here in terms of, like, can he hold up that silver medal? I, I believe with the experience he has in both equipped and um, role, I think he can hold up that um, silver medal there. I'm going to go in for um, second and uh, Julian for third. That's my one, two, three as well. All right, fellas, let's move on into the 66-kilo class. And if you like the French team, while well, the leader of the French Revolution returns, former world champion Penna is arriving and he's got redemption. He wanted redemption from the open worlds. He showed up, got COVID when he landed, and then lifted, not knowing he had COVID until afterwards, knew he was sick, then and had injuries coming in. Um, as well as some personal issues he didn't want to get into, but I know what they were, and, and it's pretty severe. So he had uh, a, a lot going against them. I remember going into the 2021 Worlds, he said, the powerlifting gods have chosen me. It's going to be me. And uh, and it proved, it was one of those big snapshot moments I threw on KOTL, and I was like, oh, shit, he's coming in cocky, but he won um, in true penna style. And then in this time around 2022 worlds, it looks like the powerlifting gods were all against them. Everything started falling off for him leading into 2022 worlds. Wanted redemption in Arnold UK, got injured. And now in, in terms of his training numbers, it looks phenomenal. It looks like he's pacing while he's hit 700 previously. 710, I believe 0.5 is the world record. And he's hit more than that on SBD days in the gym, and his body weight is relatively low, around 69 kilo, which is round sweet spot that he likes to cut. So he's fine in terms of his cut. He doesn't have; he's not going to be a hero cut needed. Obviously, he's pro he's going to be the gold medal pick for all of us. But it's more a question of where do you guys see his total resting? I think he takes the world record back from Eddie Berglund or away from Eddie Berglund. Um, he's defeated Eddie head to head, but now Eddie defeated him at Worlds. Now Eddie's moved on in the 74s, but Eddie's number remains. I think he takes that world record and wants to give SBD pressure to invite him. Not only is he a returning world champion, not only will he be holding the world record, but he'll also, he's an extremely popular lifter, a massive following. Whenever he posts thousands of likes, thousands of views. And on top of that, extremely entertaining, grinds a bench press for 15 seconds, for God's sake. Nobody grinds squats like he can grind a bench press, let alone his squat and his deadlift. So in terms of value, watching him, it's there. Popularity and what he brings, it's there. And then credentials, world champ, what else do you want? How about that world record? I think it's on the table and I think he's going to do it. That's my gold medal pick. While I'm at it, I might as well give you my number two, number three as well. Um, I'm going to take Valentin from France as the number two, and then Christophe Catena uh, as the number three. Uh, but fellas, what's your one, two, three? And also give me your thoughts on where you think Pena is going to end up and uh, the impression he's going to leave. Arian, do you want to go, sir? Sure. Uh, yeah, Pena's my clear favorite to win. Um as far as the total, it just depends. As you said, he can be volatile. He had the issue with COVID. He's had a time where he missed weight. Um, he's had times where he hit the 700 kilo total. There's times where he, you know, we thought we we're going to go, you know, break the world record and he's done under 700. His best total is 707.5, but that was weighing 67.7 kilos at um, a meet in France. So it depends how much does the travel affect them, how much does the body weight cut affect him, um, getting down to squat depth, all those kinds of things. So, I, I personally put a lot of um, 
value to the world record total and what Eddie performs, I don't think he'll break the world record. I think he'll be somewhere around what he's hit before and improve on the 670 he hit at Worlds. So he could be, you know, 685 to 695, but I don't think he's going to go, you know, 710 or more or anything like that. But I think the really interesting part then becomes is the battle for silver and bronze because you have all these guys who are very closely nominated and they all seem to be improving. So for uh, Alvaro Fernandez from Spain, um, it looks like maybe he lived in France before because his open powerlifting, he has a lot of meets in the French Federation and then only recently switching to the Spanish Federation. But, you know, in 2019, he was hitting 550. In 2021, he was hitting 568. Um, or yeah, 568. And then this year he's hitting 591. So he's constantly improving with uh, Joel Christopher Katina. He doesn't have as much data, but again, last year he was hitting 560, 567. Now he hit 595 at Worlds. So he traveled to, you know, South Africa and everything like that and executed. And then for Valentin, he's improving as well. Um, last year he was hitting 540, 552, and then got up to 572. This year he's hitting 585, 607. The 607 was at 66.3 kilos. So just 0.3 kilos you have to cut. So it's nothing major. And he did that to Arnold. So he did travel a little bit for that as well. So it's going to be interesting for them. Um, who does the best as far as executing attempts? Joel Christopher has the biggest nominee at deadlift. Um, but I end up going, uh, I believe you said the same thing. I end up going with Valentin for my silver and Christopher, Joel Christopher Cantina for my bronze. Jerns, how are you feeling? <clears throat> Mate, I think I'm just going to copy you too. Um, yeah, for my my gold, I'll go for Pan and silver, I'll go for um, um, Valentin and Christopher for bronze. But going back to Pana in terms of the world record, I believe he has the, he has got it in him. Right? I believe he has that world record in him. It's only it depend on how the three kilo wake up how is it going to affect him and traveling to Port? Well, this is not South Africa. South Africa, he had to jump on the plane for 12 or whatever hours and then it went water loading. That's a nightmare. But this is like an hour and a half, two hours flight for him. So mm. I believe the world record is there. And he's, and knowing him, he will probably go for it. He will go for it. And I'll be, I'm betting for him to hit it. Hit it or break it by 0.5. He's certainly capable judging off of the numbers he's putting up in the gym. Joey, what are your thoughts? Before I get into the Panna thing, I was just looking up like who could potentially clinch third. Man, it is super close between Christopher and um, uh, what's the fella's name? Valentin. Um, huh? Valentin. Yeah, Valentin. No, no, no. That's Valentin second. Alvaro. Yeah. Alvaro. Oh, you say Alvaro? Okay. From Spain. Yeah, it's yeah, close. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, looking at the body weights, I mean, Alvaro's, um, was it, Arcas is older, but he also weighed in lighter um, at his last comp. Bear, bear in mind, he hasn't competed since, what, uh, April? And obviously, uh, Christopher did um, Worlds. Man, it's super close, but I'm going to have to back my boy Christopher, because he, I think he's Filipino, you know, real talk. My, like, Joel Christopher, it sounds super Filipino, so I'm backing for third. It sounds silly. You even see, he like sounds Filipino, so it's. He even looks it. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. I see him. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you look at his profile picture? Yeah, legit, he looks him. So I have to back my boy. Um, yeah, um, I don't, I don't even know him like that, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm putting for third, Valentin for second. Now for Pano, like you said, you know, he he wants to make a statement. He's 
he's putting up super nasty numbers like in training 290 dead he could grind for days 165 bench i reckon he has 270 in them so with if i'm maths and right that's what 715 mm-hmm. it's no, more than he needs for the world record do you think yeah. he he goes above and beyond he's the type of guy to do it he's the type hell of guy yeah. to go above hell and beyond. yeah hell yeah I, re- I reckon if 715 is there he'll take that and six like 68.9 body weight he's posting it up we all see his posts that's like what one was it 1.9 to cut i believe yeah it's it's yeah, not it's, it's, it's he, yeah it's nothing yeah, it's, he can't handle exactly yeah so what, let's just say roughly three kilos bang on to cut he's got that man 715 just to make a statement spt sheffield like wild cars why not so yeah 715 is my, my my pick for him in terms of like performance uh but yeah she like that's an enormous like discrepancy between first and second but yeah first and third in the nominations for me Valentin Joel that discrepancy is because if your prognosis is correct and he hits 715 he's the best 66 in the world best 66 of all time all time and I mean that that would beat out um like even in the USAPL I think 615 is that what uh Garcia hit Morgan I think it was 615, but that's a kilo and a half up in body weight, which you give, you give Penna a kilo and a half body weight. He's rocking and roll. Like it's those bottom kilo and a half that murders Penna. That's why Mm -hmm. you see gym totals of 720 and up. But when he hits the platform, it's because like when you're that lean and he's fucking lean, that last kilo and a half is where he loses it. But whatever, it doesn't really matter. But um, sorry, go ahead, Arian. I think you were looking at. Morgan Garcia hit the seven seven fifteen at sixty six point nine, so he also wasn't up of sixty six because they moved to the sixty seven point five kilo class. The best guy moved up a weight class. That's why. Uh, so that's Eddie's in the seventy fours in the nominations. So that's where I think um, you know Penna might even be looking to be like, look, I don't want to establish myself as the best sixty six, and then even compare myself to six seven and a halfs. You know who knows uh, with Penna, man, he's he's tenacious. He's got a lot of gumption, this guy. Arian, did you? Do we already get your picks here? Yeah. Okay. All right. So I think we're all on the same page here, roughly, and it'll be interesting to see what happens with Penna because Chef SBD's watching, and that Sheffield invite, you know, it's it's in hand. And Penna, if he could do, if he could do a big enough statement, if he does what Arian says, might get bypassed. If he does what Joey says, oh fuck, son. If he does what yeah. I say, maybe even. Um, I, I got him a little lower down, but let, let's see what happens. A, a, another a quick factor to mention with Sheffield in the other episode, he mentioned all the different variables. Another one is thinking is, are they thinking about what spectators would come? You know, if you invite like a Carlina, is anyone going to travel from the Oceania region all the way over? But if you invite Panna, how many no, French lifters and fans <laughs> may travel over just to oh. watch? You, it's it's inc- very difficult for me to even summarize how popular Penna is in France. I was there for their silent worker. It's fucking insane. His popularity in France right now. He's working with social media guys, like influencers. I have like 2 million people on YouTube, 2 million people on TikTok. These are just people coming over and being like, I want to coach. What's well, going to be Penna? And it's like, like his popularity is insane. And if they're not just showing up, but to your point, Jerns, yes, it's not a, it, they'll show up, but even viewership, right. et cetera, the, the viewership goes up, but you got an exciting guy like Penna, the highlights, I post Penna's lifts. It, it fucking goes crazy. So highlights, 
viewership, attendance. It's 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 nah. all there for Penna. It, it nah. just needs this, to do a, the performance. SVD invite comes for him. It's the Holy Trinity. Tiff, Leah, Penna. Naomi. Naomi, possibly Jihad. Fuck, man. Oh, Team France is on fire. <laughs> Let's we'll see. We'll see. I mean, there's the Europeans. A lot is riding on it. A lot is riding it for a lot of people. Um, all right, we'll move along into the 74-kilo class. Talking about the former 66-kilo king, Eddie Berglund didn't leave the 66s until he clinched that open world title, mm-hmm. defeating Pena. And they were rivals. They had gone back and forth at the Worlds. They had gone back and forth at Europeans. And uh, previously, Pena was winning. He beat him to get the Worlds, beat him for Europeans. And then he got the win. Now he's satisfied. He's moved up to the 74s. He had previously at 70.4 mm-hmm. registered a 728.5. Now, I don't know where his body weight is at right now, but at 70.4, a monster, 728.5 kilo total. Now that he's fully committed as a 74, where's it going to be? I don't know, but I think it's going to be good enough to clinch the gold. But amongst those, if you like world champions, Kajel Buckland of Norway, the former 74 kilo world champion in the classic in 2017, he had to beat Taylor Atwood. Have you heard of that guy? That's pretty good. He had to to beat Taylor Atwood to win that world title. Um, Then he missed out on 2018, came back 2019 to face Taylor again. Taylor beat him and he ended up settling for silver, moved into the equipped. And he did that because he was getting issues with his hips, injuries with his hips, ended up unseating the GOAT, Olich, from Poland, who had won, I think, 17 or something world championships in equipment. And Kajel's the one who who took him out. Shell, I think. Is that how you pronounce his name, Arian? I think that's how I've heard it, but I don't know. Shell. Anyways, apologies. I know he listens, so apologies, my man. It's been a hot minute. But um, he unseated him a 17-time in a row world champion to take the equipped world championships and he's been the equipped world champion ever since so the amount of world titles this guy is uh, a definitely a hall of famer and he's my pick for silver i got eddie berglund nudging him shell at 77.3 kilos so a little over 74 has pulled 325.5 kilos he's totaled 773 kilos look at at full capacity he's a fucking monster but he just competed in Equip Worlds like yesterday. Okay? It was like a week ago. So his body's beat up. He went into equipment because his hips were beat up. His full-end capability is trending towards 800, but he's going to be well below that, I think, now, unfortunately. So I think this version of him, yeah, I mean, obviously he's not beating Atwood and those guys anymore. I think those days are behind him in terms of the classic. So I got him for a silver, though. Because he's still nobody's punk, and I think when pressed, he's gonna he's gonna pull big. But talking about pulling big, we got Rambo Paul Ram- Ramboville from France, uh, the number two nomination. I have him in the bronze medal position. It's a super tight race. We got a lot of other lifters. Obviously, Dylan Nelson. He's got a massive squat. Um, I don't know how to pronounce. I don't want to mess up this guy's. Uh, it is Kauka. I don't know if I'm pronouncing the name correctly, but all, also uh, deserves mention. Alexander Erickson, obviously, former world champion in 74 kilo class. Look, it's stacked. It's absolutely stacked. Um, for me, though, I'm going to go with Eddie 
for the reason I said at 720.5 with only 70 kilo body weight, I think he's going to be a lot more than that now that he's fully committed. I'm going to go with Shell because even though he's not what he used to be, it's he has pulled 325.5, even albeit it was a while ago at a bigger body weight. But I mean, he's the goat killer. So let's see what he does. Um, but I'm not totally sure because he just competed a week ago and his body's hurting. So I, I'm fucking, I could be talked out of this fellas and I'm taking Rambo. <laughs> I, I'm going to take Rambo because he's got a massive deadlift. He might outpull Buckland. He might, but Buckland's top end when he's healthy is higher. So I, I, outside of Eddie, I'm not fucking sure, but those, that's my one, two, three. Um, Arian, what do you say, man? Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a, a, a great weight class with how deep it is. Uh, even like Dylan Nelson there, who's been potentially trying to go after that world record squat, everything like that. So the top six are, are pretty ridiculous with uh, Dawid. The issue is that 736.5 was when he weighed 81 kilos and that was in March. So I'm concerned mm. about from March, how much he's cut, how much do you leave and then decide like now, okay, I'll go 74 to have a better chance of winning and have to do the water cut. So we'll see how much that hurts his total. With Alexander Erickson, I'm concerned that, you know, he's coming off of that uh, appendicitis or whatever it was that held him back. And so his most recent toilet world was 702.5 down from his best of 727. So how much of that strength has he gained back since June? Um, with the Goat Slayer uh, shell, again, like you said, he's been doing equipped. Uh, he's been getting older. He just did equip worlds. How much is that going to hurt him? I believe he pulled... 312.5 at Equip Worlds, I'm guessing in a suit as well. So his delf may be lower when we go to Raw and we go to like, you know, a week later, he has to max out again. Um, with Rambo, I think he's trending well. We've talked about before how like he was missing, you know, quite a bit of attempts at Worlds last year and at Europeans last year, but then he did better this year at Worlds, only missing his third bench and able to clinch that silver medal. And he's been hitting a PR total. So I think he's a little bit on the uptrend. And Eddie, like you mentioned, he did that 728.5 at 70 kilos, um, went and won the world title at 66. Coming back, he's got his last shot with his uh, with his monster bench with the monster arch before he has to, you know, switch it. So he could maybe, you know, fill out the 74s a little bit more, push that bench, um, and see what he can do. So I went back and forth on this. I eventually settled on uh, Dawid for fifth, Erickson for fourth, Shell for third, Rambo for second, and Eddie for first. There it is. Sorry, who's your second? My second is Rambo, Paul Ramboville. Rambo, okay. And Shell for third, you said? Shell for third, because I think uh, coming off of Worlds is going to be too much for him. And like you said, Rambo might out if him and pull for silver. Yeah. I mean, I know. it's it, That's that's Shell. I don't know where he's at. I don't, and I don't think he does either. <laughs> I To be full disclosure, I slid in his DMs. And I was like, <laughs> I'm like, where are you at? And he's like, I don't know. So I'm like, well, that's not great. I'm like, how are your hips? Because that's why you left classic in the first place and you went into equipment. He's like, oh, they're proper fucked. So I'm like, all right, well, we're, we're not when you beat Atwood. That's for sure. Um, Joey, what are you saying? Bro, like we spoke to Gustav, you know, they're all teammates with the Swedish team. You know, he's close with Alex. He's close with um, Eddie. I don't think Eddie's making first, bro. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, only because I, I remember. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jordan. I did ask Gustav, like, is he doing Sheffield as a 66? Do, like, you know, because he's got the world record. He's got he's got something to fight for in Sheffield still. So is he gonna bear that in mind before he he is the full fledged 74s that he wants to be? So that's why I I take you know, I mean, if he is fully committed, then yeah, first. But I I don't think 
I don't think he's there there just yet. What if he's just, just yeah. let me ask you this though. What if he's not fully committed as though he's coming in at 74 kilo, but even at 70.4, he did 728 and a half. And that's what if can he still win it not being a full fledged 74? What do you think? I don't think, I don't, honestly, I don't think so. I think David uh, Daid, or, uh, the Polish fella, I reckon he, I reckon he'll just clinch first. Paul will still be, uh, Ram Rambo will still be second. But for my third, I'll put Alex there. Doggy. Yeah, bro. That, so, yeah, so Dawi, remember, he went, he was an 81 when he did, uh, the 736. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know, for, for some reason in my head, maybe I'm wrong. I, I could be completely wrong about this, and you guys could shoot me when we do the recaps and everything. Well, that else. seems a little over. <laughs> we're not playing by those rules are we jesus <laughs> christ fellas i would have done more research i would have took this more seriously no no but I, like you know it's, it's home court advantage like he doesn't have to travel far for anything else the same with the agatha situation the home crowd's going to be there everything you being yelled at him is going to be in polish no one's going to be understanding that like he's going to have all all the, like all the energy buzzing through him like yeah, he's got this in the bag so why not okay yeah, but still rambo for second Alex for third. I'd put Eddie fourth, actually, and Kiel fifth. Yeah. I mean, Shell's a wild card. I don't know where to put him either, if I'm honest. Yeah, sure. I mean, you left, like, you know, we, we all just seen him at the, uh, was it the Equipped Worlds? Yeah. And man, like, if anyone knows anything about Equipped, it takes a lot out of you, bro. Right. Like, a lot, a lot. How much of, how much of, I don't know, but fifth, definitely there for him. Jurens, so what do you in my, in my head anyway? Yeah, go on, Jurens. Yeah, I was just listening to you through battling. And I think the 74 would be probably the hardest weight class at this European Championship in terms of like second, third, and um, second, I'm oh, sorry, first, second, and third. It would be really tough because if you remove uh, Dahib, they what Rambo, Eddie, Buckland, Alex they can all win it. Yeah. They can literally all win it. So unfortunately, this is, is sad for me to say this here. Probably is not my place to say, but it's sad to say that Dylan won't be coming. So he's injured. So he won't be making the European Championship. But if he was there, he would have been one of the probably pushing for podium as well. So my picks here, literally, it's I'm going to go for Rambo to win it just because of that deadlift because I can see him pulling over 700 pounds I can see that and if he had that 700 pounds in him a little bit more on that squat because I saw his um, two I think it was 265 squat something like that he moved pretty well so yeah a little bit of a rest a little bit more in there with Eddie again the, the thing with me with Eddie is is all about being around his bench right so if he has a perfect day that the bench gods are there for him and then you expect him to be the Eddie we know. But again, he might end up being like in 20 or 2019 in Sweden where the bench, <laughs> the bench gods decided <laughs> to... Yeah. The bench god decided to have a nap. Do you know what I mean? And in South Africa, you've all saw it, how the ref were literally tough on him on the bench, on the bench press. You know, I mean, if he end up meeting another German referee, he's fucked. Let's say. So 
I'll put I'll put Eddie for second, and um, I'm gonna go for um. So, <sighs> Backlund and Alexander. So Alexander's just coming back from injury, right? And Backlund just competed in equipped. As much as you guys are saying equipped, it might be beat up, but I still think he can pull up for that, that third. So I pull Backlund third. It's tough, right? The intangibles are, you don't know. You don't know some of these guys. You don't know where Eddie's body weight's at. You don't know how Backlund feels. It's going to be, and sometimes they don't know either. But yeah, you're right. I think this is probably the toughest one to call. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens. And I, I'm i I'm interested just at the freaking weigh-ins at how much Eddie's going to weigh. He doesn't have to be 66 at Sheffield, but that's where the money is. He can make money if he is, uh, but just for anyone listening, he can come in whenever where he could come in as a 120 if he wants. That'd be adorable. <laughs> that would be adorable at his height to be a 120. But, anyways, moving on to the 83s, fellas. And there's some backstory here. Obviously, Jaren's is competing as an 83. Um, and we'll give our predictions there. Jaren's doesn't have to, you don't have to give too much if you're thinking you're gonna be giving away game planning and whatnot. You could be uh, local isn't in bro. Let, no, you, you do speak. what you want. Listen, I don't let want to fuck speak. it. Up. I don't want to fuck it up for him. But uh, <laughs> you, you give whatever you want, whatever you think is prudent. So, I, we, in terms of Enoharo, Enoharo has vocally said some of his goals previously. He wants John Hack's total record, um, and that's the junior record. Even though this is the Open, he's still a junior, and John Hack's junior record is eight thirteen point five. He registered that. When he competed against Brett Gibbs to win the 2016 World Championships in that huge competition that's now historic. So it's a historic total, a total. Um, and it's a it's a record that's lasted since 2016. And it's John Hack, for God's sake, which is um if you could take a record, if it's off John Hack, you're gonna get people talking. So that's 813.5. Now to get there, if we're doing math, I think. He would need a 280 squat. I think that's feasible. He's did 272.5. 280, it's an improvement, but it's not crazy. Mm-hmm. 150 bench, improvement, not crazy. And then he's going to have to actually solidify that 385 deadlift. This will give him a, an 815 kilo total. Now, I mean, whether or not he ends up loading 385 or he just like he obviously it's a world record so he could start doing chips he doesn't need round numbers i just put 385 for the shit of it now are these numbers realistic well we've seen him lock out 385 but he couldn't hang on to it so 385 is there but is that a flash in the pan and he can't replicate that magic or can he replicate that magic he doesn't post enough for us to know he posts like a 350 but it's, and he smokes it, but you can't base off of that. No, where his top end deadlift is like, it's, he's a very tough guy to in 280 squat. He did 272. It's reasonable, but I don't know. And then a 150 bench, obviously relatively low, but for him, that's still going to be a, a pretty big bench, but it's not a crazy jump. Anyways, I'm going to leave. I'm, I'm going to be a believer and I'm going to say he could do those above and get, roughly around 815 now that takes john hack's junior world record i think that'll take the gold for the euros i got jurens at 800 kilo total and joining the 800 kilo club um which is a pretty big milestone uh i think he could add those kilos on and move into the 800 kilo club 
Um, the squats are moving fucking lovely. I don't see everything you're doing. So I'm somewhat flying blind a little bit on you. I'm trying to read your face and you, you got a poker face on me right now. So I can't <laughs> tell, man, you, you haven't changed your facial expression at all. So I think 800 sounds about right. Um, and that's a huge, that's a pretty elite status to join the 800 kilo club for anyone listening. I think 802.51 world. So like, it's a massive total to join that And two European 83s being 800 and up would be phenomenal. I'd love to see that, but only time will tell. And then we got, I got Damian Nam from Ireland. He's hit 785 at the ABS pro. I'm not entirely sure what the rules, if they have a deadlift bar, perhaps you gentlemen know, but he hit 785. If that's a deadlift bar, mm-hmm. That's going to inflate his his kilos a little bit. But nonetheless, I'll stick with him. He's also hit uh, 770 as well in 2021 Worlds. Um, and even if that 785 is with a deadlift bar, I don't think he got 15 kilos out of that deadlift bar. So I'm going to pick him anyways. Owen Hubbard also hit 770. Uh, but Nam's got a bigger deadlift and he's going to pull after Hubbard. So even though they're neck and neck, if they're both at 770, He's going to have the final say, and he'll just load up enough to edge Owen and uh, take the podium finish for bronze, I suspect. Well, there's my one, two, three. I'm going to ask all you fellas after you pick if we think John Hack's record might fall, if Jerns is going to hit 800, um, unless Jerns doesn't want to say whatever. Let him play his cards close to his chest. Arian, before we get to our UK friends, we got two UK lifters we're talking about in these in this hunt. What are your picks? Sure, this is going to be another, uh, I think, interesting battle where the top four, you know, all have the potential of winning or, you know, even just the podium. We don't know who's going to end up on the podium and what place. What does Anahara go for if it is a situation of placing versus chipping a world record or wherever like that? So it's going to be interesting. For Owen Hubbard, I think, like, the positive for him is he took that huge jump at Worlds from 280 to 302.5 Dell for placing, and he missed it. So he has more than that 770 in him. We just don't know how much. Maybe he had 780 in him that day. Maybe he had 785 in him that day. Uh, he just didn't have enough for that big jump. And then um, can he get his uh, continue to get his bench back up? He he had done like a 218.5 bench back in 2019, uh, but he most recent world missed the 219. So if he can you know get the bench up a little bit and then not take a huge jump on deadlift, then he could potentially put some pressure on these guys. Um, with Damien... I didn't look at that uh, Avs Pro meet. I don't know if it was Delthwar, but it is 24-hour weigh-ins. But again, you don't know how much people cut when they have the 24-hour weigh-ins. Um, it's a non-water meet anyway, so you know he shouldn't be doing that according to the rules. But I took the 770 where he went 9 for 9 at Worlds, executed perfectly, hit 770, got fourth place, but he's been improving each meet. You know, the meet before he did 752, the meet last time at Worlds 2019 did 745. So he's continuously improving and uh, he has, you know, potential there for winning. For Jerns, I'm going to get on our boy Jerns for right now a little bit, get on his ass, maybe uh, get motivate him ass. a little bit. At the Arnold's, Jerns missed his third squat and his third deadlift. At Worlds, he missed his third squat, his third bench, and his third deadlift. At uh, Nationals, he missed his third squat, his second bench. And we can keep going back, you know, Europeans last time missed his second squat and missed his third deadlift. So if our boy Jerns can make some attempts, especially on those squats and delves where it adds the most for your total. Yeah. I just saw the 295 squat he did in training. It flew. Yeah. So if he can execute on squats and make three, then he definitely has that potential you're talking about. But if we see that same Jerns of missing attempts, then that leaves Anaharo for that big pull. Like we saw, he almost stole it for Delaney. He can go there and steal from Jerns. And that's also the tough part about 
Enaharo's total is again, he took that huge jump on that last deadlift. So we don't know how much more he has in him. Maybe he had 790 in him that day. Um, and maybe now he's up to, like you said, 800, or maybe he's trying to go for that 813 world record. I don't think I'll just jump out and say, I don't think the 813 world record total is possible. Um, with Ooh. the number you said, I don't, I, I don't follow his training. He hasn't posting stuff up. He has like three different Instagram accounts, whatever, but just looking at the numbers he would need to hit. I don't think it's there yet. He still has time. And with that Delph, it's always volatile. It's like he has such a low lockout. It throws off your balance and it's so much weight that he can maybe pull 400 off the ground, but then he might lose his balance at lockout. So you don't know at what weight can he execute and at what weight he's just going to lose it on positioning and stuff like that. So I went back and forth on this as well quite a bit. And I end up going with, um, I, I think similar to you, Owen Hubbard for fourth, Damien for third, Jurens for second and Anna for first. What do you have Jurens total at? 800? I think both. I, I, again, I'm tough on people. I don't project like the best days ever for everyone. Like everyone's going to hit a PR total. Everyone's going to break world records. I think potentially both of them could be sub 800 and it's going to be a battle. Oh, could sub be. 800. Yeah, because because again, if if like I said, if Jurens misses his attempts, let's say Jurens misses third squat and third delve, maybe hits seven ninety. Look at Jurens' last three meets: seven eighty seven point five, seven eighty seven point five, seven eighty eight. Our boys got to execute to get to eight hundred. So it potentially Jurens hits like seven ninety, and then Enerharo pulls and gets seven ninety two and gets the world record delve and wins. Yeah, fuck it. It, it. You're right that it not everyone just hits PRs. Um, yeah. We'll have to see Jurens, uh, man. You've got to come I, I'd rather, I, I'd rather go low. I'd rather go low and then yeah. and then Jurens goes like 800 plus and see, says, see, I fucking told you, Arian. Then me goes <laughs> like, oh, Jurens is going to go 815 and then he goes 790 and feels like shit. It'll be, um, you're, I wasn't sure about, like Jurens 800 is, I mean, still a pretty good jump in, in terms of total. It's a nice PR total. But it, like it, I mean, he doesn't show everything either. So I'm fucking, it's tough to tell. But also, in Aharo, I wasn't sure either, man. He doesn't show a lot. And I'm just going off of, like, he's locking out 385. That's what I think he's got to do, as well as squat to it. Like, he's he's got to hit PRs all around. You're right. I mean, maybe, okay, that's not usually how things go. You go nine for nine and hit PRs in all three and PR fourth. That's usually not how meets go, is it? Fuck. All right, let's leave Jared's last because for obvious reasons. But, Joey, what do you say? Ryan, Ryan, before you go to Joey, you do know Joey's my coach, right? I know. Yeah, we talked about okay. we talked. <laughs> okay. But um I'm just saying, the, I'm just saying. Go we talked we talked in the DMs, but this is good for everyone else to hear. He told me, you know, anyways, I'll let him talk right now. <laughs> what, what did I say again? In the DMs, what? we were talking a little bit about how you think this might go. Obviously, you're confident in Jared's, but um l- let's hear it. L- what do you think? How do you think this playing out? Jared's and everybody. <laughs> You know, I'm going to do my top three and then I'll, we'll do the elaboration and everything. Uh, first for Jurens, second for Enna, third for Nam. Uh, Damien, Nam, sorry. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I know it's a, it's a flip around from what you guys have been saying. Enna first and Jurens second. I, I don't know. I'm, I, obviously, I, I speak to the two. You know, I, I, I speak to Enna time to time. Jurens definitely on a daily basis. Um, I don't know, man. Enna, Enna could either be throwing me bluffs Telling me like, you know, can he speaking about this 399 that he was talking about? And he's telling me like, he takes that shit back. And I'm like, yo, there's no going back now, bro. You said it. You have to slap it on. Yeah. <laughs> well, however much he means that though, I still think Jurens will clinch first. 
what, what kind of totals do you like unless you don't want to say the game no, I'll, I'll say it right now okay I'll say it now i reckon like on a six for nine day no sorry seven for nine day you'll get 815 holy fuck you know what's crazy is you're like we plan to go seven for nine and eight fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta miss two. We gotta miss two, dude. So you're thinking he takes John Hacks Junior world record? No, Be- being being Jurens. What? No, he can't take the record because no, he's, oh, no, saying he's not a junior. What the fuck am I talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But nonetheless, he he trumps the total from 2016. But that's a monster total. So how do we get there if we break that down? You know, or do you? Do you not want to break it down that much? No, I'll break it down. All right. I mean, What's the this... squat? What's the bench? What's the dead? 305, 180, 330, 815. I see you guys maths in right now, boy. <laughs> well, I was also looking at um, I was looking at what his current numbers are. And, and the, I mean, I thought maybe you go more than 305 based on how that 295 moved. But I haven't seen any recent bench and deadlifts. I've seen, you said, I've seen sorry. all the recent... 305, what did you say for bench? 180? Mm-hmm. And what did you say for deadlift? 330. 330, that's the one right there. That's the one, baby. That's it's, a big one. That's a it's, fucking... It's, I don't know what's going on in deads because we don't see a lot of that. Also, Ryan, also Ryan is 330 dead on the second attempt because he's going to miss the third attempt. They said yeah, seven you guys are nine. planning to miss the third. You're planning to me. He said seven for the third. <laughs> you game plan that out. <laughs> that's um that's a fuck man that's a that's a big dead increase but i don't know what you guys have been doing i don't know what he's pulled i don't know what he's trending so that's very interesting holy smokes that's a big pr uh for total that's a size what is that what are we looking at there that's 787.5 or no 788 is the yeah. PR so 12 plus 15? What the fuck is that? I'm terrible. 20, 27 kilo, yeah, 27 so. kilo. Fuck me, fuck Jurens. What are we? Are we talking a 27 kilo in you? What's going on here, please? That sounds okay. Big. Let's, 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 I mean, I, I heard all of you guys. I'm just sitting there, just like absorbing what you're saying. So it's the area. Don't worry, I'll come back to you on that uh, on the recap. Don't worry, I'll come back to you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so I think I think with me is all these championships I've done in the past, I didn't care about my nutrition, right? I was weighing like what well, 82 kilo at the dot, 81 or 80 or whatever. And I was eating like between 900 to um, 1500 calories a day until world um, last year. So now I haven't got Kedrick on my side. So this man, is actually calling me every single day, make sure I eat, make sure like I, I tell him what I'm eating, I send him a picture of what I'm eating. So all I will say is the numbers with 27 kilo or more is not unrealistic for me anymore. It's not because the way squat is moving is just it's surprising myself. It's madness. So mm. um on the day, what needs to happen is not even, I know Aaron talked about the execution there. It's not about, to me, it's not even about get on the platform and execute. It's about get on the pl- platform, do tw- maybe two or five kilo less than you did in training. That's it. So 
that 305, 310, if you load it, 312, I will hit it. I tell you, I'll give you that. Hold me to that. So, yeah, um, for my prediction for the European Championship, I said to Enel, he needs that 390 kilo deadlift or 400. He needs that. If he doesn't have it, he might just stay home. Oh, <laughs> there's, a, there's a sound it. bite. There's your sound bite. Yeah. He and I needs that big deadlift. So I mean, with me again, Aaron, you said that you're right in terms of like missing attempt. You need to make these attempts to go a big number. So nine nine nine. I'm due a nine nine nine. I am due that. So at this European Championship, that's what I've been working for. That nine nine nine. That's what you see. I've been employed. Um, um, I go. Kedrick's on my side and Joey, they're working together to get me that 999 on the day. So it will happen. So that 999 in Europe, I don't know. But anyway, so my prediction is, of course, I'm going to win. I will win. I'm going to win. I'm not going to go for second. You know, last year being third pissed me off and I had to be beaten about three world record deadlift pool. And this year, I only got one world record deadlift. So that's the only thing I need to worry about. Last year, I didn't worry about three people that pulled three world records. Right. This year, just one person, So which means I'm good. So I'm winning. And Hannah um, is coming second. You know, no shade on him, but that last pull, that 390 or 400, if he hasn't got it, he's coming second. Um, between Owen and Damien, the thing is, like, this is the last meet for Owen as an A3. All right? So... Owen is coming in, is going all out. I just watched, it was yesterday or the day before, he bent 210 for a double. Right? <laughs> That's massive. Right. And the bench rule is not here yet. So I'm going to go for Owen third and Damon uh, um, fourth. Fair enough. Just man. because, just because I know Owen, this is the last chance, this is the last time as an AE3. So he's going to go all out, literally. It's not going to be stupid, but you'll give it all to get that last podium. Joey, do you plan on uh, Joey? Do you plan on going to Malta for Worlds next year, sir? I was going to say if if maybe if Jerns hits eight fifteen and wins Euros, we can all hang out in Malta. I'll buy you guys food. We can bring Kedrick over to watch Jerns eat the food as well. I'll pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get a little side bet going. That'll be the bet. Yeah. You guys win. <laughs> Jerns wins. Arian's going, am I in on this, man? Do I get to eat too? Whatever, I'll buy that. I'll pay for myself. <laughs> who'd you pick close? again, Ryan? Ryan, who'd you pick again? I got Anna, so I guess I'll split the bill. With so me and you got to pay for Joey and Jerry's. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll split the bill. I hope, I hope this, this meal is off the, the lifted. God, let's make it before. And yeah. I'll help our kids. It'll eat Jerry's cheat meal. Jerry's <laughs> misses weight for the first time. Like, how the fuck did that happen? He's like, yeah, it was free food. Yeah. I could say no. I never know, lads. I might go Malta 2 as a competitor. Oh. There we go. Oh, um, wow. Just slipping it in there. I know I've got a few rivals listening to this. <laughs> so uh, I'll let them hear it for themselves. But yeah, so <laughs> should we move on to the 93s, lads? Let's do the 93s. And the bet is on. If, if Jerns wins, we buy you guys dinner. 93s, fellas. Um, Emil Krastev from Bulgaria shocked everybody at the Open World Championships. We knew he was good, but clinching the silver medal and he returns, he hit an 877.5 at Open Worlds and proved he's up there with America's finest chance. Keiko, Gavin, and Bryce Lewis, all of those gentlemen having won World Championships either in the Open or in the Juniors. 
But this is the Euros, and he will be met on the platform by Gustav Hedlund talking about junior world titleists representing Sweden. Gustav has hit 865 at the Open World Championships, been to several world championships, meddling throughout in a, a contender going back years, a Swabby veteran, as well as Sasha Stendebach from Germany, a monster deadlift. Hit a 373-kilo deadlift, that's 822 pounds, a world record. Dangerous till the very end. Sasha has hit 863 previously. That was in September of 2021. It is not at all without reason to think that he could be well above that. At least 10 kilo on that. That put him in the 870s, maybe even a little more, depending if you're German. Maybe you think he's in the 880s. It's possible. But one thing's for sure, if he's close enough, that deadlift can pull himself onto the podium. Is it enough to supplant Gustav Hedlund, who's hit 865? Is it enough to even pull off an upset and beat Emil Krastev of Bulgaria? Or maybe you guys don't have it in that one, two, three order. That is my one, two, three. I'll go first and just lay it out. I got Emil Krastev, whom I think extremely highly of right now. And I think he's going to go up from 877.5 into the 880s at least. Um, how much, I'm not sure. And then I got Gustav Hedlund for my bronze or for my silver medalist with Sasha in bronze. Now, Sasha, despite a world of potential and a massive deadlift, I got him in bronze. But if either of you gentlemen want to tell me that Sasha, who's only a couple kilo behind Gustav, could pull ahead of him, I'm not going to give too much of an argument because I could be talked into that for sure. Joey, what are you saying, Playboy? You got a smile on your face. What are you saying? <laughs> I mean, I like the top two a lot. Speaking to them, fuck, it's hard to choose. Yeah. But I don't know. Gun to my head. I know I keep shooting. I was like shooting me like to my shoot head. Shoot a like, shoot, man. Shoot a shoot. But, all right, cool. Cross there first. But it's gonna be super, super fucking close, bro. Because like I've seen, I've seen, his, I've been watching his training. I've been watching Gustav's training. We spoke to both of them on the podcast and Salvador. Bro, like Gustav's looking to rectify a few mistakes that he that he had at uh, South Africa. Emil, I mean, we all saw what he put up there. There's definitely more there. Like, you know, his bench has been moving insane. Like, you could definitely add kilos. So, yeah. But yeah, like I said, Emil first. Gustav for that second, but it's going to be super fucking close. But I'll tell you what, right? Christian Ayandogan has been keeping things low-key. Joe's oh. probably knows better than me. But I reckon I'll put him for third, you know? What? That's yeah, a big bro. jump. You must think... Bro. But Sasha's hit 863. He's got a world record dead. Now, he didn't have yeah, a good South was, I mean, like. that was 2021. You know, right. I, I don't know what's going on in the background. Right. But I, I, may, I may have a bit more of a bias because I've seen what, you know, Christian's been, you know, like, post or not more. Well, I did not post him, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Christian, and then obviously Sasha for fourth. Well, let me throw it to Germans then. Germans, what what's going on here, man? Oh, uh, guys, you, now, bro. You, you, you guys, you guys, you guys are sleeping on the on the bricks. That's why. That's oh, okay. <laughs> um. So for me, for the ninety threes again, as Joey said, the top two. It's so hard to call in terms of like who's gonna clinch that gold, but I know when you look at the squats and you know Gustav has three fifty in him on a deadlift, 
you know he has it in him. You know, he loaded it against um, Kaiko when he almost beat him. Yeah. So, and now is the time where Gustav had to redeem himself. And I mean, talking to him on the podcast, he was already talking about breaking the world record total. Right? Oh, wow. So, and at the same time, Krastev, Krastev is not even, you said Krastev, you got Krastev with 385. Krastev is not thinking about 385. Krastev is thinking about to be the first 93 to total 900. Holy shit, really? Yeah. yeah. And, oh, and, wow. if you look, and if you look at Krastev's um, progress, it's madness. Man is adding like 50 to 100 kilos every 12 months on his total since he started lifting, right? So on, because of that progress, I would probably say Krastev will just edge Gustav for that. And especially the bench press as well, because I see him benching 240. It will happen. See? See, right. that's what I forgot to mention. Like, what yeah. will be the winning total? You know, because, you know, George just said, Krastev mentioned 900. I can see it. I can I, see it happening. Here's the thing. It. Well, like, first off, in terms of bench, Gustav's got to keep his butt on the bench. Sometimes his butt rises, and he, sometimes he gets called, sometimes he doesn't. I've noticed that. He needs to go, he needs to get his lifts in. Um, and you're right. He, I think it was 352 and a half he missed against Keiko for the Worlds at, at 2021 and he had it up he had it over his knees and it was getting close to lockout mm-hmm. um so you're right he could have 10 to or more kilos on his dead which will put him into the 780 set or 870s i think on a good day i'm gonna throw him into the 870s that's gustav and then obviously emil is already in the 870s i think on a on a great day I think he could get the world record. I don't have him at 900 kilo yet. I'm kind of like Arian. What, what's, what's the world record? 780, 780, 778. 878.5. 878.5. So you're telling me, like, you put him in a world record for how? What, what number are we talking here, right? I'm not to go, I'm going to put him in the 880s, but nothing too crazy past that. Like, I do think he'll put, like, I mean, I think at most he's going to put on like 10 kilo. Which will be okay. eight eighty seven and a half. I think at most, like I don't think nine hundred in this time period. That's a pretty eight seventy seven to nine in a few months is fucking phenomenal. Because you know he's put already to I think seven point five kilo on the bench in training already. Ah, but it's, it's so if you put it. But anyway, uh, it's different. Let's we'll go back see. to my picks. Let, yeah. Let's go back to my picks. So I'm going to pick him to for gold and Gustav for. Um, silver and I will leave Sasha as a bronze. Why? Just because of that three seven three. Right. Yeah. I know Christian is making mad move, but I don't see Christian being around three fifty five, three sixty. I don't see that. That's only uh, if you focus on the deaths, though. Hmm? That's only if you focus on but, the deaths. That day, when you look at Sasha's bench, it's, it's two thirteen. Do you know what I mean? So um, that's where I am. So I'm going to put Sasha for bronze and Christian um, fourth. But I see Christian getting a medal on the deadlift. I see that happening. Arian, what are you saying? Uh, yeah, definitely another interesting battle. A lot of variables with Christian. I was I was on the the hype train with Christian before when I when I saw his Instagram. I think maybe Jern sent it to me and seeing his numbers go up. You know, he did. 775 at the beginning of the year then he did 800 at all england 
He did 815 at the A7 Fit Expo, but 94.5, so a little bit above. But then at the Arnold recently, going back down to 93s, he did 800. So his total went down a little bit. He missed a, a big squat that you know would have been 15 kilos more in his total. Seeing his training, he did like a 190 bench recently. That was like an RPE 10. The bench, I mean, the, the squat delft maybe looked like a little bit of improvement. The bench doesn't seem it. I don't know how tall he is, but he seems like a huge dude. Like he seems like he, he he's a 105 and maybe one day he should be like a 120. It seems like maybe he's holding himself back in the 93. So it's tough. I don't follow him enough to know what's what's he going to bring. With Sasha, as we had mentioned, the 8, 863 was from last year. Then he went down to the 830s. Fortunately for him, recently he did a meet where he's back up to 850. Um, so he's going to put some pressure on Christian to have to make some big progress from the 815 um, with his 850. With, with Gustav, again, he's been at 865s. I think he was saying the weight cut's getting tough for him. He wants to go 105s, but Emil Norling is in the 105s. So do they want like, you know, two Swedes in that weight class or do they want to stay split? So that can hold back his potential a little bit. And then for Emil Krastev, I think the variable is, does he have a Sheffield invite yet? Will he get a Sheffield invite before the meet happens? And will he purposely hold back? Like, would he still go for 900 if he has a Sheffield invite, knowing that he needs to break that world record for the placing at Sheffield? So I could potentially see, he's also recently sponsored by SPD. So I could potentially see him hold back on purpose. Like, hey, let me just get the win, maybe break the world record by half a kilo or one kilo or something like that, but not by 20 kilos. Um, and I believe he was, lower body was injured a little bit recently. And so he's building him back up, but his training, his training looks fine. So in the end, I think it's going to be a close battle, but I think Emil will do just enough to win. Um, and maybe he doesn't even need to break the world record if Gustav doesn't have a good day. I got Gustav for second, and I'll keep Sasha for third because of that 850 total he did recently. Let me throw this out there. I don't think they are going to invite anyone before Euros. Does that make you change how you think Emil approaches? Does he think, I better do a very big, I better force the hand of SBD and really show up? Uh I don't think he needs to force it that much because now he's sponsored by them and they're probably going to be biased towards their athletes that are sponsored versus people that are not SB sponsored. And also the difference it was, you, like you were talking about how Joy versus uh, Jad was so close, how Agata versus Jess was so close. Even though everyone was talking about Chance versus Keiko, it was actually Chance and Emil's total that were so close. So you wow. could get that matchup again at Worlds. But there's caveats and to that. Yeah, but I'm saying you can get the, that matchup again at Sheffield where they're both having basically the same total going in. Emil's progressing very fast, and he has a chance of breaking the world record by a lot and potentially putting pressure on a Taylor or someone else when it comes to that ratio of the overall placing. So yeah. you're getting both the weight class battle and the overall battle. So I think there's a lot of potential for him that maybe he just chips the world record by half a kilo and they invite him based on that. I mean, for sure, if he... If he breaks the world record, he's proven, look, at I could have won Worlds. I got the potential to beat this guy uh, being chance. I got the potential. I did beat Keiko, and I could do it again. Like, yeah, man, I would love to see him in there with Sheffield. I think him, chance, and Keiko is phenomenal. I just don't know. You know, when you walk in there as the lifter, you're like, I'm not taking for granted. I'm going. Maybe I got to still make my statement. You never know. I wonder, too, how much they factor other things like we had mentioned in the other podcast. I think maybe Jerns mentioned it Um Bobby seeing what Jad does in the juniors beforehand. Maybe Emil sees what Panna does beforehand. Does Panna break the world record total or does he like, you know, have a disappointing performance, which improves his chances? Right. I said that, by the way. <laughs> What's that? Does Jad uh, perform? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, sorry. 
But yeah, um, oh, by the way, Gustav doesn't mind going up against Snorling. He told us that too. He oh, really? To, he wants that smoke, bro. He wants that smoke. Okay, well, maybe that's a good segue. We all gave our picks, right? Yes, sir. All right, let's use that as a segue moving into the 105s. And fellas, I think I talked about this before we started our recording, but it is Return of the King Anatoly Novopismani of Ukraine. Because of the conflict, the war going on in Ukraine, he has not competed. He is coming back to the European Championships. Obviously, this is the 2021 105 kilo class world champion, the 2021 world's best lifter, beating out guys like Jesus Oliveras, uh, Russell Orhe, you know, I mean, I don't know, Jonathan Keiko, the all star cast, right? So, this is a phenomenal athlete whom is making his return, but. Full disclosure, slid in his DMs, asked him, are you coming this time? Because he's pulled out a few times. Not because he had to, but because he couldn't get a visa to be able to leave the country. He said, yes, I'm going to be able to, but I'm not in the greatest conditioning. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means what. Because he's hit some massive totals as a 105. Maybe for him, not great is still good enough to win it. Maybe for him, not great is 925. Or maybe for him, not great is what he's already previously done in the 930s. Yeah, but it's 930s. I've already done that. You know you know how lifters are. Every lifter you talk to is like putting 30 kilo on their total. So maybe for him, he's like, his barometer's here for him just doing what he's always done. Or maybe he's saying, no, 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 no. I am just showing up and it's not going to be great at all. Like you guys might be disappointed. Because he's going to be met by the current world champion, Emil Norling. Now, Emil, junior world champion, um, has faced off with Nova Pismani several times in the 2021 Worlds, lost Nova Pismani. Then in the European Championships of 2021, in the rematch, did the miracle deadlift in the final deadlift when Nova Pismani was coming off of that massive 2021 Worlds Best Lifter performance. Huge upset at the Euros. And Emil pulls out a huge upset with the final deadlift and wins it. Then in 2022 World Championships without Novo Pismani there, wins it with another come-from-behind deadlift win. Emil Norling, that deadlift has been a consistent weapon for him to come from behind and win World Championships. Can he do it again and clinch the gold medal? He will obviously, he will also be met by uh, Coco Clement from France. Um, ben Pape and Mo, our friend of the podcast in UK as well, Lifter, who's very tight up there. They're all clustered close. Coco has done 895 a couple times now. Coco rebounding off of a world he didn't like um, and winning the junior world title with an 895. Mo taking the, was it the bronze medal at the world championships? Yeah. 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 The bronze medal at the Open World Championships in South Africa and has hit an 897.5. This is an absolutely fucking stacked division. Gentlemen, <laughs> we got some all-time greats in there. I have gone through this in my freaking head so many times. I don't know where Anatoly is. I keep trying to decide what does that mean he's not in top condition. What does that mean? Joey, what does it mean? Bro, I don't know. I, I reckon Google Translate done him wrong, done him, done him wrong, basically. Maybe, oh. maybe, he meant to, maybe he meant to say something else and Google Translate just went, not in top condition. What, what do you got for <laughs> us? What do you got? What's your one, two, three? One, two, three? 
Boy. Boy, I wanna, first of all, I want to start with, I reckon Mo comes top three still, but not third. Where you got him? Better what you got. Yeah. Second, bro. I put him second. Third. Norling. Holy smokes, what? Yeah. Why do you say that? Again, you know, just uh, what's been been under wraps for Mo. Um, okay, bear in mind, you know, like I've only I'm only basing off what I've seen from Nording as well was what he's been posting. Uh, but yeah, Mo's been uh, keeping things very low key. He wants to be a sleeper. Ain't nobody sleeping him now after everyone hears this boy. And then for the upset, Coco first place. Oh, doggy, what the fuck? Yo, hang on a second. What did you smoke when you left in our break? <laughs> I, I was wondering when he said second and third. I was like, is he putting Anatoly or Coco for first? And he with Coco. Doggy, what is happening right now? So Emil has been consistent with, like, he's hit 917 and a half. Um, he, he's hit 912 and a half at Worlds. He didn't have a great Worlds performance. That's why he had his back to the wall and had to really send that last deadlift for the win, which he fucking has done before. He's that guy, right? He can pull it out when he's behind and things aren't going his way. So you must peg, you must peg Mo at at least 915 to 920 if he's going to beat a mill. Yeah, but I I do give that with a bit of, uh, I don't know, with a bit, a bit, just a little bit of hesitation because, you know, um, Majida's very open about his, his he's had some injuries to his rib but I don't know man when I was watching his YouTube video at the beginning of the video he pointed his left rib and then towards there and it kind of changed over to the right rib so, oh what the fuck I don't know <laughs> maybe, maybe he's throwing out bluffs here and there but he's looking good he's done some beltless work as well and the beltless work was solid still um, again I don't know if he's throwing bluffs but I stand by what I said. Top three, but not third for Mo. Coco, man, like we've all. So seen tell me about this. What, what do you What do you see Coco at from eight ninety five to? How does he make that jump, man? That's a big jump I reckon, from August. I reckon honestly, not that much more from second. Not that much more from second. Because obviously, like you know, his his squat depth. You know, I would say it's hit and miss. Training up is definitely hit and miss. I've seen his three twenty five for a triple. Uh, deadlifts is moving well. Bench is, you know, it's still solid. I don't know how, if I can't really tell if there's been much progression. He's got to watch his butt coming up. I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Got to watch yeah. his butt coming up. But yeah, man, it, it'll be super close between first and second. Uh, but yeah, uh, with Emil's, I don't know, man. I don't, nine, nine what? fifteen, probably for Emil. Yeah. And so then you'll, so you think it's very close. You think 915 a mil, uh, Mo is 915 body weight, 917 and a half, whatever. And yeah. then you think Coco probably somewhere around there, 917 and a half, maybe body weight he wins on or 920. So you got him clustered from 915 to hell, 920. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I know a mil is good for that. We haven't seen Coco or Mo into the 900s and close to that. So you're having, mm -hmm. that's why. And then Anatoly, you must think, is not in condition because we know he's done nine thirty something. Yeah, that's 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 a weird one. I don't know what to think about. My, my thing, my thing with Anatoly is because he's been off platform whatever for so long, that shit could 
like I don't I don't care like how fast his uh um well obviously I, I should care but the you know he he has a huge resume but I reckon it will it might affect him. There's a good chance it will affect him. And that Google Translate wasn't wrong. <laughs> you must not. Arian, what are we talking about here? Man, I wish our boy Mo was here so I can pick on him just like I picked on Jurens, just to, to make it fair. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with Mo's training, and I don't know what exactly happened at the Arnold and if he is dealing with any injury. But just looking at his meat results, it's like, as I mentioned before, sometimes some people progress really fast, but you can't keep assuming that's going to happen. So he went 840, 876. 897.5 and then he hit that wall at the Arnold where he got 890 missed his uh third attempt squat if he is dealing with a rib injury you know that can just be annoying and really hard to get training in um it seems like he has posted some training but like you know it doesn't look particularly fast like he put up a 340 deadlift so it depends on what's actually going on can he go over 900 is he dealing with anything with Coco it definitely seems like the return of Coco you know we saw the drop from 895 to 865 at worlds it seems like he's improving his depth it looks like he went with a good mentality into junior worlds like hey he's, he's here to execute the win he got the 895 again so he's on an upward trajectory i think he put up with some kind of ridiculous total in training like i don't know if it was like 925 or 935 or something like that i think i don't know off the top of my head with emil norling yeah it just depends on you know he's around that 917.5 last year at europeans 912.5 um at worlds is that going to be enough to hold back like a coco or mo and and then what's anatoly going to come in it's interesting you say he's he the translate says he's not conditioned but all this training is always doing like a ton of reps like i just pulled it up september he did a 183 bench for nine reps and it says personal best in september he also did a 305 squat for 10 reps like all he does is rep things out and he recently in November did a 320 squat for a double. It looked fairly easy. So he's done I that feel for like seven before though. I've seen him do 320 for like fucking something crazy, like seven reps before. But even like 320 for two, and maybe he could have done another two reps. Um, is that gonna be enough? When he did the 915 at Euros, he only got his opener squat in of 340. So he doesn't need a 360 squat potentially, depending on what these other guys do. Um, so I went back and forth on this one as well. Uh, and I ended up going with Mo for fourth because don't know what's going on there and is told to go hit Coco for third because he seems to have the momentum going his way. Uh, Emil Norling for second, and I think Anatoly comes with enough. I, I, I think like he doesn't need to do the 930 plus, I think potentially with 925, he can still beat out all these other guys because I think Emil may be around the same 915 to 920. I think Coco will be over 900, maybe 905, and may Mo will be right around 900 to 905. And, and Mo didn't actually. Mo only weighed 0.1 kilos less than Coco in both their last meets. So it might be Coco's a lighter guy and wins on body weight. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you guys my pick. I'll let Jurens go first, though. Interesting, guys. Interesting. <laughs> I know. So I've, I've spoken to Anatoly. I've spoken to um, Coco pretty much every single day. I talked to Coco. And um, Emil, I had a podcast um, with Emil. But with Emil, with me, it's all about, after what he said and what's going on in his life at the moment, I don't even see, think Emil when I hit 900. Oh, wow. What's going on in his life? Yeah. Because he's, he's building a new house. Over there, building a new house doesn't mean you get building to go and do that and sit and relax. No, you got to do it yourself. So my man is literally shoveling, digging every single day. And then it goes on training after so, and plus, he had a 
he had a baby. And I know myself, I know how what it takes and the way it takes out of you when you have a newborn. So all of those factors, that's why I'm going to factor that in. And um, I'm going to go for Coco to win. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm going for Coco. And I'm going for... So Anatoly, as we said, Anatoly is not really conditioned. So at the same time, Anatoly want to clinch that Sheffield wild card. It means whether it's not conditioned or no, he need to come in and hit north nine twenty nine thirty. Right? So he's gonna push himself to get to to win, but that won't be enough. That will only gonna leave him second. So now it leaves me for my third and fourth. So um again, as I mentioned, I don't see Emil hitting nine hundred unless he comes in again. So one of the things Emil said to me in the podcast, eh, he wants to be able to load 400 kilos on that deadlift. Which someone like Emil, you can't doubt that. He can load it and fucking put it, rip it. You know? But this Comedy European Championship, I see more getting that third spot. More getting that third spot. I see, I see more will output Emil. At this European championship. So you have a mill off the podium, I guess. If you if you think he's less than yeah. nine hundred, it makes sense. Yeah, because Emil Emil is is more focused on the Sheffield than the European Championship. Yes, he would love to win because he's a winner, but he's putting more, pretty much all his eggs in that basket of Sheffield. Because at Sheffield, he needs to break world's records to win anything. So right. his training is not really focused on the European the European champ, as you mentioned himself. The European Championship is just like a springboard for him to get to Sheffield. Basically, he's not even, I don't even think he's going to pick for it. That's where the danger is for me. That's what I'm putting him for. Okay. Well, I mean, look, at there's going to be a reversal of what you just said. I don't know. I. This is what I'm thinking. I think of all the gentlemen we just said, the two that have gone over 900 is obviously Anatoly and Emil. Anatoly's hit Hold on one second. I put it up. I think it's seven or nine thirty-seven point five, and that's when he won world's best lifter. But if he's not in top conditioning, I'm going to have Emil, the current world champion, winning, taking gold because he's got the deadlift. And even if he's not in top form, I think he's into the nine hundreds. I think Anatoly comes in second, similar to last year's European Championship. Emil ends up pulling for the win and taking it. Anatoly not being close to his 937 and a half, but I can't picture Anatoly even in a bad day being, you know, out of the 900s. So I'm going to have Emil beating Anatoly in the last deadlift in, uh, you know, in the rematch or it'll end up being a replication of the previous Europeans. For my third pick for the bronze medal, I'm going to put Coco Clement um, in a super tight race with Mo, but I can go back and forth with between Coco and Mo. I I have gone back and forth with Coco and Mo. I, that's one where, I mean, this is a really, really tight one. I don't know what Anatoly's bringing. If you're telling me everyone's at their number one absolute best, it's easy. It's Anatoly, and then based off of previous best, it's Emil, and then Coco, and and uh, Mo is, again, neck and neck. I mean, those two are neck and neck, whether they're both at their best or whether they're dealing with injuries or whatever the hell. I don't know. I, You guys have a lot of faith in Coco. I got faith in Coco too, but I need to see it on the platform. Technical issues in terms of um, depth or butt coming up on bench or lockout on dead cannot happen 
for for him to hit the numbers you guys are talking about. And that might be the case. He might go there, nails depth, but stays down on bench and he locks out deads. It might happen like that. He looked he looked really good at Junior Worlds, but it was 895. To jump from 895 to 920 ranges, fucking, you know, that's a 25 kilo jump. That's a big ask. I think it's a little too big of an ask. Do I think, I think Coco's going to end up that range with those big boys in 2023 and when it comes to Malta, but I just, not yet. Not yet. I think it's a little too soon. So I got him, I got him uh, in bronze as opposed to battling for gold, like you gentlemen think. But uh, this is a, this is, this one's hard. Mo is not coming here no more. He's not coming to your podcast. No, he's anymore. never coming back again. And I just burned that bridge, <laughs> and that's the end of that. I mean, he's going to unfollow me, and he'll be like, go we'll, fuck we'll, yourself. We'll, we'll buy him food as well. I'm going <laughs> to buy him food, man. Now, this bill is going to be insane, but I will smooth it over with food. I mean, Jerry's only eats 900 calories, so it might not be that insane. That's all right. Exactly. I'm no, like, no, no. I'm, I've changed area and I'm yeah, three, right. three and a half thousand now. So yeah. you, can actually, you can actually finish a burger now. Oh, I like yeah. that. Dude, so, from yeah. from I'm, I'm, under 2,000 to 300, 000, three and a half is freaking, you must have way more energy and strength. But that's what I told you. Right. Let's wait well, and yeah, see in this, two weeks time. This, this, that's a crazy amount. Three and a half thousand is like more. I've had like Jamar Royster on the podcast, obviously like Delaney and like recently. And I've asked how much they eat. You eat more than all of them though. You went from eating far less to far more, like far more though. Like a thousand yeah. calories, like a thousand calories more. Just so you I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I get. I to. bet. I'm excited to see what this means because that could be. You probably feel a million times better. Um, we'll see, man. I'm excited. All right. But anyways, let's let's uh, move on to the 120s, fellas. Um, where we have Brit, fellow Brit Gray coming back. He's hit a 915. Um, he he's one euros. Looks very good in training. Carl Somerseth from Norway has a is obviously a very big deadlift, uh, an experienced okay. international lifter himself. Nico from France, the junior world champion, uh, very fast progress as a 120 undersized, but it also means he could eat into the competition and obviously accustomed uh, to the world championships. And then we have, uh, I want to mess up the gentleman's name here, Matthews from Poland. And this is obviously taking place in Poland, so he's got that. And he's totaled 890, and he's got a big pull on him as well with a 357.5 kilo pull. Arian, what are your thoughts on the 120, sir? Sure, there's another interesting one. Um, I guess these guys can change their picks if they haven't seen it yet. But I'll start off with Nico. He like injured his ankle playing rugby. He's looking to possibly stop doing rugby and focus more on powerlifting. So he is training. He's building his numbers back up. He, he He's hoping to be 100%, but... I don't expect it to be the the size of his foot and how purple it was when I've seen the oh. pictures and his stories and stuff like that. He's been able to improve his bench press, but we'll see where his squat and Delph is at. So obviously I think in a close battle like this, that's going to hurt him. With uh, Matthias, you know, he's did 887.5 at his last meet in Poland. You know, this is going to be in Poland, so that's definitely going to help him out. Um, with uh, Indiraj Singh Dillon, who is also a, a GB lifter, he's been progressing really fast. Like just his last three meets, 815, 847, 882. And at his last meet, he tried a 389 deadlift, which he didn't get. But, you know, who knows between a 375 and a 389 what he's actually capable of. So he's going to have the biggest deadlift. He's going to have the last say. With uh, Carl Somerset, another guy who's progressed well, he got bronze medal at Worlds. He had a PR, uh, looks like a PR total of 890. He's got a big delf as well. 
And then Kieran Gray, who's hiding there with the 875 nominated total at six, but really he's done 915 at a local meet. He's the defending European champ. So, you know, hopefully people have been looking at the nominations and, and seeing that, that he's going to be with a heavy favorite actually coming in. So I went back and forth on this. I went with, um, I don't know where Nico's going to be. So he can be fifth or worse, depending on how bad the Squandelf is going to be. I got Mateus at fourth. I got Indiraj at third, Carl Somerset at second, and Kieran Gray at first. I got a little GB sandwich there. A GB sandwich. Speaking of, Jerns, you want to go next, yeah. sir? Yeah, uh, in GB, we don't really like sandwiches, you know? <laughs> I feel you about, you're about <laughs> to say like that. Bro, come on. GB sandwich, you know, bro? No way. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought you were talking about full English right there. But, um... So for me here, it's again. I know Carl Carl Somerset is one of them. is a legend when it comes to powerlifting. So watching him in South Africa was just like wow, you know what I mean? It was amazing. And um, again, as you said about Nicholas, there is is young. He's making a lot of progress. But again, you mentioned the injury. Probably that's what probably um, affected my pick there. What well, you mentioned there, um, Arian. But I will go for Kieran. To clinch it because I I just was it yesterday the day before I just saw his 360 pull it was fucking ridiculous mm. you know 360 pull and 330 squat and it's just unbelievable so I'm gonna go for Kieran to win it and I'll go for Indiraj to um second the reason I'm going for Indiraj is because that deadlift as you mentioned is between 375 and 390 and the way things are going with him, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he loaded for that 400 for the win. I would not be surprised if he loaded it. So, um, on, yeah, on that note, literally, I would not be surprised if he loaded a 400 for the win, to pull for the win. If he needs 400 to pull it, he will load it. And, um, yeah, and for my third pick, I'll go for um, Carl Somerset, just because, again, as I said, because the experience on the platform on that man is just ridiculous. You can't write him off. So, yeah. I'm going to agree with you, gentlemen, in terms of I got Kieran um, Gray taking this, retaining his title, and kind of like Arian said, he's trying to hide, but he's hiding in plain sight when you're the defending <laughs> champ. It's going to be tough, but I mean, you never know, man. Maybe some people will look past him, but I'm going to take him uh, to take this. I got Peter or Carl Peter Somerset taking the silver medal. Uh, like you said, he's been around the block. He's an international lifter. He's got a monster deadlift on him as well. And I'll take Indiraj uh, for the bronze. I wasn't sure on I did this. This news about Nico is relatively new to me as well. Nico, that's shame, man. I mean, he's he's a good lifter. Um, he would have been a good contention for a medal as well. But if he's gone, that'll split the difference for me. It makes it a little easier for me to make my one, two, three pick. What do you think, Joey? Bro, uh, I reckon it's going to be, I'm proud to say it's going to be a one-two combo for first, second for Britain. But I'm putting Indy first place. Ooh. Uh, I reckon he's got what it takes to pull for that dub. Like, pull it for the dub. It's going to be close, but I'm, I'm picking him over Kieran. No shade to either, like to Kieran at all. I know he's, a, you know, the reigning, or he's, he's, you know, he's won a European champ before, but like, I've seen Indy live and direct. Live and direct. Yes, sir. And yeah, I'll put him first, Kieran second. And 
I mean, you can dis- we could dispute about this a little bit, but I reckon Mateus got third, bro. I mean, you know what? He was one of the dudes that I was humming and hawing about as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if I'm going to go by, and obviously I'm going to stand by whatever I've said in the past, and in the past previews that we've done, uh, with Polish lifters having home advantage, he's going to have to. He's going to have to get at least a like, third place medal. Why? What uh, happens? What happens if he doesn't, dude? Well, do, um, do they? Do, is, it, is it like our know, bets where you shoot him or? What? <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what stick, you were saying with us. It's gonna be the sticky one still in Polish Instagram, boy. Like, but yeah, <laughs> no, he's, not get, he's not getting. He's what? not getting no food. I said he's not getting no food if he doesn't win, isn't it? Because me, I'm out. In in Malta next year, I'm not bringing no pocket money because Aaron will feed me from the five or six days. I'm be there. <laughs> he brings no pocket money. He's like, I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah, Aaron, don't worry. I- I'm bringing my missus and my little and my little oh, boy. Jesus. So, don't worry. <laughs> Here's, this is a costly trip, man. This is a costly trip. <laughs> At least well, it'll that, be in yeah. like the Mediterranean, isn't it? So hopefully, food won't be too dear. It'll be good. All right, fellas, let's move on. Speaking of food, let's move to the big boys, shall we? 120 pluses uh, were the returning junior world champion, Timur from Georgia, returns. He's got a 995.5 kilo total coming in. I was there at the junior world championships when he did that 995.5. This is a young man with all types of potential. I full well expect him to jump into the 1,000 kilo and beyond mark at these European championships. Um, and he's definitely my gold medal favorite. Let me take a look at my notes here. Excuse me. Pardon me, gentlemen. Um, I got Volk, the returning European champion for the silver medal. He's got a spread on Rico from Spain. Rico, whom I remember from 2021, absolutely massive man. You take a look at the 2021 results and Rico Martin from Spain weighed in it. It's listed as 200 kilo. That's because the scale stopped at 200 kilo. I don't know how big he is, but he's bigger than 200 kilo. And that's 441 pounds. That's a, this is a, if you meet him in, I don't know if you gentlemen have, but if you see him in real life, he's a fucking massive man. I talked to him at the, 2021 world championships and he was all types of disappointed with his performance so where exactly his top end is and what he's basing that off of he's must have been putting together much bigger lifts and training why they didn't transpire onto the platform i'm not sure what that means for his actual stealing potential i'm not sure so take that for what it's worth i'm going to put him in as a bronze because i got to see it on the platform but it's intriguing when you got a man that big capable of shifting that kind of weight when he's 100% what he's going to be like. But that is my one, two, three. I'll take Vovk from Ukraine, the returning European champion, Silver and Timur. I got him breaking into, he's got a monster dead. He's hit 385.5, 850-pound deadlift. He's got a monster squat, 390-kilo squat, 860 pounds. He's still a junior. So let's see what he does. Um I, I full well expect him to go into the thousand kilo range though. And by the time 2023 rolls around, who knows, gentlemen, who knows where he's going to be at? I mean, we need some mm-hmm. big boys. We need some big boys to threaten Jesus and, and see what the hell happens. And and he's a big boy and he's on the rise. So um, what are you thinking, Arian? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, I got Timor obviously winning. I think, yeah, he's one of the f the future guys. Like, you know, the old group, you had the Ray, the Blaine, the Jezza, even like a Kelly Brand. Now you have like Jesus, and then you got Timor coming about to break a thousand uh, kilo total. And he was born in 2001. Young young dude, plenty of years left in the juniors and then the open. Um, for Silver, I got uh, Dimitro, same as you. You know, he's got the 960 total. He executes his uh, attempts well. It looks like he won uh, Europeans last year, so defending champ. So I think he's going to be in a good spot there. I think uh, Ruben, Rico, Martin, and Sank are like the wild cards. So with uh, Ruben, like you said, he did uh, last year's Worlds. He tried to pull for the podium, didn't get it. And then he hasn't competed since then, at least in open powerlifting. So who knows where he is as far as his training numbers? Who knows where he is as far as his body weight? Um, and then, you know, the time off the platform, that kind of stuff. And then with Sank, he's always... A wild card you don't know what he's gonna do the last meet he opens up at 370 and jumps to 400 kilos misses it twice so his total could be much higher if he maybe took smaller attempts at that meet but his best total is from beginning of last year in a meet in turkey 962.5 since then he's hit all lower numbers so who knows what type of sank's gonna come so i just stuck with the nominations timor one dimitro two and ruben rico martin three I can add a little bit of information here because the Junior Worlds was in Turkey and and Jank was uh he was there the entire time and um he's been injured and can can't squat very much due to these injuries. That's why when he went to the Open World Championship South Africa, he was all in just for you know a world record deadlift and just that's why he showed up. I don't know how his injuries are now. This was August, but they were still relevant then. So I'll I I don't think he's going all in. That's why he, if he was 100%, I would have him in there as well. I would have him, you know, po possibly a silver medal. So I don't think he'd beat Timur, but I'd, you know, him at full speed, silver medals possibly, but he's not. Now the question, what will he be for his deadlift? Fuck, I don't know. He's a wild card. It depends on how bad his injuries are. Mm -hmm. uh, Jerns, what are you thinking, sir? Yeah, I mean, you talking about injuries there, like injury to these big guys, it takes a lot. It takes time for you to actually get to full throttle. So, yeah, just on that note, again, um, what you mentioned, if he was fit in South Africa, I saw him in South Africa, and he's not, I can't say I was disappointed, but you mentioned there that he was injured. But in South Africa, a lot of people were expecting a lot from him. And um, Aaron touched on about um, his deadlift attempt. So Sometimes I look at his handler, I, I did get pissed off, to be honest, being in the crowd. I'm thinking, this man has got a lot of deadlift in him. What are you making so stupid um, attempts like that? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> because we, as powerlifters, you you want to see big numbers, right? You mm. want to see someone to get in numbers. So, yeah. So, on that note, I'll go for Tima, just the way um, the nomination are. So, I'll go for him. The reason for that is... One of the things I think, if there is a 120-plus guy on this planet that can potentially challenge Oliveris, Jesus, in the next year or so, is him. Um, I know people spoke about Ray William coming back, but even if Ray comes back, I don't see Ray being a challenge. But I see this boy being a cha challenge for Jesus because he's young, and he's improving massively. And the, the man has a world record of deadlift. I know Jesus has put 400 plus, but he hasn't done it in, in international yet. Mm. Look at that. 385.5. I expect about 400 next year. So I believe he's the one that's going to push uh, Jesus. So I'll put him top as gold. Um, my silver go to Dimitro. Again, because of that 
the competitiveness in these Ukrainians when they come in, especially what's going on in their country. Remember, Ukrainians are not just lifting for themselves. They're lifting for the whole nation. So it means they have got a chip on their shoulder. So even though we mentioned about Anatoly coming in and not being um, well, conditioned, but on that day, you'll be, you'll be surprised he will score 370. Free, uh, free <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just because of what's happening. So True. yeah, I'll go Dimitro for um, silver and um, I'll, leave, I'll give uh, my uh, bronze to Rico. Again, as you mentioned, he's a big guy. I've seen him once and it's, it's just like a mountain of a human being. And to be honest, the 380... I wouldn't be surprised if he lowered 390, 400 coming to these euros. So, yeah, I'll give him my bronze. Yeah, he's absolutely massive. And you're right. In terms of um, Timur, he's, tw- he's 21. He's yeah. going to be a junior for two more years. By the time he's in the open, 100%, he could be definitely up there with Jesus. I mean, it's if, if not next is Ray, and we're going to close that off, and let's, let's have that show now, Sheffield, sure, but – let this kid, by the time he's in the open, he's up there. He's he's gaining fast. Uh, because he's so, younger than Jesus. Remember, yeah, Jesus two, is 24 this year, I yeah, think. Yeah. Yeah. So this is massive numbers. It's five kilo of a thousand kilos. Yeah. He'll be in the thousand. He'll be, he'll be yeah. as a 21 year old, he'll be well into the thousand. I expect him to be in the yeah. thousand range for sure. And, uh, and as, like to your point, where he's hit 385.5 at 21. He'll be he'll be into the three nineties and up or four hundred kilos not three nineties but he'll be four hundred kilos and up um, as a junior probably still a junior yeah. hitting in the four hundred kilo range like he's uh, it's we'll see what happens I'm that's why I'm excited to see what he does here Joey yeah. what are you saying sir Bro I'm I'm not I'm not gonna lie I'm gonna flip around what everybody's been saying for second and third because Ruben Rico Martin. He's hit like numbers progressively going up by much bigger margins than uh, Dimit- was it Dimitro? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Then Dimitro has. So I put him for second and Dimitro for third. I mean, I know Jurian said like you know he's not just putting for himself but putting for his nation. But bro, every lifter's putting for their nation and the Europeans, bro. So yeah, put be Dimitro careful, for third. Don't, 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 Bob. Don't say that. Don't say that every person is put, put, uh, pulling for their nation. Anna is not pulling for Hungary. <laughs> He's pulling for dear life. Anyways. Exactly. Um, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, I'm going to flip that around. Dimitri for third, Ruben for second, and yeah, Timor, man, 1,000 pounds, 1,000 kilo total club. He's, he's good for it, man. Yeah, he's easy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, um, the, the, dif- the difference between Rico Martin and Dimitro being 15 kilo isn't much when it's you're in the mid 900. So, I mean, you could easily swap these fellas out and, and move it around. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, I'm not sure where Rico is in terms yeah. of his full potential, yeah. like 15 kilos, nothing. So I could be talked into that. I could be talked into that for sure, man. We need the big boys <laughs> to start showing up because we want Jesus to be pressed. Yes, and uh, yeah, let's see what happens. There it is, fellas. So look, I again did not do the nations or best lifter. Anybody off the top of their head um, on eyeballing this have any ideas on what the nations and top lifter might look like? I haven't done the math. Oh, if I'm- I was trying to look at the best lifter. I think it may come down to what Anatoly does and what Emil Krastev does because Anatoly's best um, was somewhere around 116 and Emil Krastev is somewhere around 115. 
And depending on, you know, what Anatoly comes in, they both might, might be around that 115. Certainly, yeah, for sure. Anatoly's won worlds with his, so he's he's a threat as long as he he's in that the type of shape that we expect. I, that's the big... If he's 100%, I'm going all in. Anatoly's probably best lifter. But yeah, Emil Krastev's got to be pretty close himself, man. He was in all those 93s were at the top end at the World Championships in 2022. So maybe it's Emil Krastev. What about the the national teams? Are we seeing any kind of trends here? A clear, obviously the women's, it was easy to say France. It, it looks like it could be France versus Sweden because uh, France could get the 59s with Antoine, could get Panna and Valentin in the 66s. Um, in the 74s, they have Rambo. So Rambo could be up there first, second, or third. Um, with Sweden, then you have, you know, Emil Norling could pull off the win. Um, Gustav Hedlund could pull off the win. Eddie Berglund could pull off the win. So Alexander Eriksson could get up there as well. And and obviously if Coco, depending on where Coco oh, yeah, is, Co- could be a massive for France. And uh, obviously and then- Norling. And yeah, it's, you're right. Woo. We'll have we'll to see, see where, where Nico falls as well for France. Yeah, swollen foot Nico. <laughs> Full, swollen fully foot for, Nico. for team points. Let's go, Nico. Let's see what happens. I still, I still believe we'll, um, we will win Mel, the Mel best team. Oh, yeah, GB? Yeah. Does GB got shooters, sir? Let me take a look. I think we will. I think we will. I know we're, we're going to miss Dylan. But we have enough heads to win. Yeah, I mean, Jerns and, and Owen, and then um, Christian, uh, Mo. Obviously, 120s we already covered. Uh, you got Kieran and... Uh, Kieran and Indiraj. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. There You guys are in there, too. Yeah. And obviously, yeah. yeah, if Jerns does his damn thing, Mo does his damn thing. I mean, you got... Yeah, 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 yeah. If we get, yeah, if we get two podium in an E3, two podium at, at uh, 120, one and two, I mean, Mo makes it. We yeah, you, you need you. You definitely want Owen to do his to make it onto the podium. Exactly, yeah, man. It, that's why. That's why you picked him. That's there's a couple pivotal. Yeah. There's a couple pivotal. It is between France, Great Britain, and uh, Sweden. Sweden. That's and some people could play. Exactly. Some people could play us upset. Like if Krasta beats Hedlund, that hurts Sweden. If Anatoly right. beats Norling, that hurts Sweden. Right. right. That's what. That's what will happen. In the ones that <laughs> in the ones that Sweden could win, yeah, you want it. You want the random nations to just upset. Of course, them. yeah, push yeah. them down. Take That's away right. those points. If the points Anatoly, are going to you, make sure they don't go to yeah. the other guys. Anatoly all the way, and uh, Mo comes second. <laughs> Anatoly so all comes the way. second. Yeah, put Mo second. Mo, Mo, when it comes to ten point that day, I will change. Don't worry. So you I put Mo third. Yeah. <laughs> when um bro you put your fourth bruv no I put more fed okay how big of a story would it be if Anatoly comes back with the conflict happening in Ukraine coming back as the former world champion world's best lifter comes back and fucking wins this how big of a oh, story yeah. would that be that'd be amazing be nice. I think that's the story that would take him to Sheffield simple yeah it might be huh you know what I mean I mean the, the thing is like we're talking about Sheffield that well, there's still four places to go, mate. Okay. For Sheffield. So yeah. So so many picks to choose from, bro. No, I we have I have no pick to anyone. I'm saying if Anatoly win the European Championship, even over nine twenty or nine thirty, he's going to Sheffield first. 
if he hits, if he wins this and becomes like, if he does, like you said, and possibly wins best lifter at Europeans, oh, that's a hell of a, because look at Rondell Hunt just said, Rondell Hunt said he's going USAPL. So that's all. Um, I mean, they're probably SBD. You got to think are looking for a big splash name, like a name that's, mm. oh. Yo, it's I'm a not shame about that sure. Rondell one though. I'm not going to lie. I, I would have wanted him to be. I don't think it's up to him. Yeah, I think he's no. getting forced into this situation. It is what it is. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't I don't know if anyone's made any official announcements. We let people do their own official announcements. But he has said, I know, in the IG, he said, upon consulting with my team. Either way, that's that door is closed. Not that SPD gave him an invite anyways, but it's just always, there was conversation, obviously. But now, in turn, let's continue this conversation. Anatoly, if you're looking for the splash... It depends on the story that comes out of it. But if Anatoly does what Anatoly could do, and he fucking does something around 930 range, even if it's not 937 and a half, and he wins Euros, wins best lifter, and it's he comes back from that, and then he's there's talk of possibly Anatoly going from 930 to 950. Now we're talking like that kind of range. By the time Sheffield rolls around, if, if everyone's like, look, let Anatoly get in shape. If he's 930 out of shape, is he 950 in shape? Wow, what a story that'd be with everything that's going on in his home country. Maybe that's, maybe you, SBD is like, maybe that's our story. Maybe mm -hmm. that's what we need. I don't know. Well, only problem is he wears a uh, Titan and ends her knee sleeve. So it's tough. Nah, it's tough. I mean, I mean, I'm, winning I'm world. Sure, I'm sure. I'm sure SBD has a good bigger checks than Tyler and Inza to offer him. Uh, so. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of intangibles. Who knows? We'll see, gentlemen. Look at, let's close off this one here. That was, again, fellas, thanks for jumping in. Everybody listening, as per usual, if it's the Sabato Boys or KOTL, subscribe wherever you listen to these podcasts. Give us high ratings. Put up in your Instagram stories and tag us what you think about our picks. You want to do a little debating? You feel a little fucking spicy? Go ahead and tag. We'll tag back. We could debate into the stories. And uh, yeah, we'll go a little back and forth. And until next time, six pack lap it at six up and we are out.